Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. All right, hour two of the Martin Kitchen Show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Um, Mark Dundero, Ben Kitchen with you. And Kitchen, I've been dancing sort of around this point. We've been dancing around this point. I feel like a lot of the show, um, and it sucks that we have to make this point, but it's true and it's honest and it's where we are. I'm trying to think about based on what's happened in the first quarter of the season, what happened in Dallas last week, what's the best outcome for the Patriots this season? I'm out on Mac Jones. Um, not so much because I don't think he could ever succeed in the NFL, but because I don't think they're ever going to surround him. He's not an elite talent. We know that. And I don't think they're ever going to be able to get to a point where they surround him with the playmakers that are necessary for him to really succeed at the level that we all hope and want. They're never going to draft well enough at wide receiver. They're never going to be aggressive enough and <laughs> sign some of those big-name guys that they would need to get around him. Um, you know, it's just never going to happen. At the, at that, with that being said, the best thing that could happen going forward for the New England Patriots, I hate to say it, would be to lose and to improve that draft position and to find a situation where you're prepared to move on from Bill Belichick. It sucks that we're here, but that's the best thing that could happen long-term for the New England Patriots. Lose and get into a position where everybody is prepared to clean house and draft the best possible guy high in the draft. That's the best thing that could happen at this juncture for the New England Patriots. They are not going to turn it around this year to show any kind of promise. I have left you speechless. Um, I'm going to say one other thing. Okay? And I just want to make this point. Nothing against... um, Nothing against the guy I'm about to bring up, but I'm done with hearing, and I think it was brought Scott, I heard Scott bring it up. That's where I heard it. I, I'm done with Dante Scarnecchia. I don't want to hear Dante Scarnecchia. He was a great coach. He was great. If I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I know he was in, he was coaching before Tom Brady got there, but a lot of what made Dante Scarnecchia, Dante Scarnecchia, and the legend is what happened when Tom Brady was here. I, I just don't understand why we're so infatuated with Dante Scarnecchia. I bet he benefited from Brady as much as anybody else did. So I don't want to hear Dante Scarnecchia. If he was here, the offensive line would be. No, they'd probably be the exact same thing they are if Dante Scarnecchia was here. You still need talent. You still need guys. You still need all those things. Do we have Kitch? Devo, do we have Kitch, or is he not audible right now? I don't know. I'm not hearing him in, in my end. Okay. So nothing against Dante Scarnecchia. I didn't want to take away from what he was saying. Um, 
or, or what he accomplished. He's a great coach. But I'm sick of going back to that. I'm sick of going back to that's not it's not a thing anymore. He's gone. He was an offensive line coach. Can only do so much. You still need talent. But it's it I hate that it's come to this. I hate that it's come to the point where, hey, we need to we need to see the Patriots lose for them to get to the spot where we ultimately want them to be, or at least in position to have that word, hope. I think that loss in Dallas ended all hope. And not only did it end the hope, I think more importantly, it ended um, what we believed could be the progression at one point of the next face of the Patriots, and that being Mac Jones. And again, it's not because of Mac Jones in full. Maybe he was forever messed up with how they handled um, the situation last year in their offensive coordinators. With Matt Patricia, with Joe Judge, maybe that ruined them. I don't know. I, it's just, that's where it is right now. That was a different situation. It wasn't Buffalo in the playoffs where you couldn't force a punt, but it was different. And I think that was the breaking of Mac Jones, which we saw in Dallas last week and led me to conclude that the best thing going forward would be to lose. I hate that I have to say that. I hate it. But I think that's the truth and that's reality. They're never going to get back to where they want to go if Mac if they don't lose if they don't get into a position where they can draft the next quarterback and if they can get into a position where they figure out that it's time to move on from Bill Belichick. I hate that I have to say that. I have immense respect for Bill Belichick. He's the greatest of all time, but not anymore. He can't coach to that level anymore. Mac Jones is not going to be the face of the Patriots going forward. I have my son had he got a, a big head, a fat head of Mac Jones a couple years ago from Uncle Brett, and we are going to we're going to have to we talked about it's going to be close to the time where we have to take that down. I didn't want to have to do that. I don't know what it's going to do to the wall to the paint, but I mean I'm assuming it's not going to ruin the paint. I, I just think I, I I cannot see the turnaround isn't going to happen. We had the questions about the offensive coordinator. We had the questions about how likely it would be for the offensive coordinator to come in and turn it around. It hasn't happened. The culture is still what the culture is. And I just think it's not going to be because Mac Jones um, is the Patriots quarterback. He's not good enough to turn it around himself. He just isn't. All good things come to an end, Mark. Say that again? I said all good things come to an end, no, even good coaching range. Well, the, the the problem is it just – it's a shame that it had to come to this point this quickly. I, I honestly didn't think after four weeks of this season with Bill O'Brien that we were going to be in this spot. I didn't think that was going to be the case. I thought that they were going to show promise. I thought that at worst it would be what we've seen over the last few years where they just can't get over the hump to beat the good teams. Then you come into this season, the AFC is actually not as as dynamic as we thought. The teams aren't as good as we thought. I mean, I don't even know what to think about Joe Burrow. I'm assuming he'll bounce back, but I don't know for sure how that's going to happen or when that's going to happen or if it's going to take next year for that to happen. Trevor Lawrence has not looked as good as I thought. Kansas City still Kansas City, but it's not like they're a juggernaut. Lamar Jackson has sort of stayed, you know, level playing field over the last few years, ever since that when he exploded onto the scene Tebow style that year he won the MVP, he's sort of just been a guy out there 
maybe more than a guy at times, but for the most part, the Ravens haven't done anything special. What, they win one playoff game? They lose a playoff? I mean, they haven't done anything special. The Bills are still one of the teams that you need to worry about. Now you got to figure out if the Dolphins are Still haven't made a conference championship. Oh, hey, Ben. Uh, yeah, I'm going to slap Devin next time I see him. Ooh, I can't hear. I want to hear about that. What did I do? What do you mean, what did you do? I've been sitting here. I didn't do anything, and all of a sudden, now I can't be heard? I guess all you had to do was reconnect. So I blame you, Devin. In fairness, as the uh, third party here, it was not Devin's end. Oh, it certainly was. He controls the Zoom. In hindsight, Joe controls the Zoom, not me. Oh, then I'll blame Joe, but I like Joe more, so I'm not going to blame him. Well, F you then. So I, I don't know what you heard, Kish. <laughs> I heard most of it while I was sitting here like, are you on mute? No, I know how to use my equipment. I'm not on mute. What did you guys do on your end? I've changed nothing. And so, I was, yes, I was sitting here listening to you go on and on. Sometimes it's just the connection. I was enjoying it. You were doing a good job, Mark. I just think, you know, it sucks. But it's at the point where it would be best for the Patriots if, if they lost. I don't see a path back to hope. And I know we keep bringing up that word, but I don't I don't know what there is to be hopeful for now. It, it sort of was Christian Gonzalez. That was the best thing about this year so far. He got hurt. I don't know what after that game in Dallas, what we're hopeful for. I mean, Mac Jones, I, I was just saying to reiterate, I, I don't think Mac Jones will ever have the support that he needs, and I don't know what there is to be hopeful for with this group now. So as a result, that leads me to say that the best thing, the most hopeful thing would be lose, get a higher draft pick, and put the Patriots in a position where they have to find a new head coach, and maybe that turns the whole operation around. It's the only path I see. You got to tear it all the way down. You, you, You know, you didn't, and I know Bill tried. He wanted to be in the position where he could have a guy that had two or three years under his belt as a backup to Tom Brady so that they could transition appropriately. He did want to do the Green Bay thing, the San Francisco thing. But he tried to do it too early. And then you lost the guy. And then you didn't have a plan for it. Because you got all butthurt that you couldn't force out the greatest quarterback of all time so you could bring in Captain Average, Jimmy G. So his plans for the last, I don't know, seven years have basically sucked. Or they've been non-existent. I'm ready. Tear it down. Lose out. Be a 3-14 and 14 team. Go draft Drake May. Yeah, I mean, if but they I don't, don't want do to see Belichick here doing this anymore with his no plan or half-ass plan that is really only to keep Belichick comfortable and not anyone else. I guess here's another question for the Belichick people. If they don't do that, let's say they keep Bill Belichick in place, where are you going into next year? You know, let's say they're not going to lose every game going forward. Let's say they have, ah, they drafted 11, okay? Maybe there's a quarterback there. Maybe there isn't a quarterback there. Even if there is a quarterback there, are you going to take that quarterback there? I don't know what, I mean, how hopeful, how much confidence are you going to have at that point um, to being in a position where you really, truly believe the Patriots are going to have a lot of success? Why, why would you have confidence? You know, outside of some miracle, some Tom Brady, or I mean, this is probably a little bit strong for this guy, but like Russell Wilson, where you just kind of stumble into maybe a Pat Mahomes. 
He was drafted, what, 10 or something? Seven? Yeah. Unless you get something like that, I don't know how you have any, you know, where we're it's basically the, the quarterback running the team. I don't know how you have any level of success uh, to the point where we're talking about things we used to talk about here, ASC championship games and real contention with Bill Belichick. I don't know how you have that level of hope at that point. I just, what's going to change that much that's going to be different from what we've experienced the last few years? Realistically, what's going to change? You already brought in the offensive coordinator. You could bring in another quarterback, but... I don't know. Is he going to have weapons? Is it going to be a good? Are you going to be drafting high enough to get that best quarterback? Is he going to have weapons even if you do bring in a quarterback? What quarterback would you want? So, I mean, I, I've been thinking about this this week. Uh, realistically, now I've been saying I want it all gone. I want it all stripped down, everything. Now, realistically, we know that's not going to happen, right? We can all kind of agree on that, that you know, next year, Belichick will still probably be on the sideline and maybe Max here. I, maybe not. I don't know. But at least one of them is going to be here. Right. Do we all kind of agree on that? In reality, not in our right. fantasy. Yes. What we yes. Want, but in reality, we know at least one of those guys is going to be here. And it's likely Belichick. And it, honestly, it's probably both. Um, if you're going to keep Belichick, deal away Mac and, you know, bring in a veteran. But what does that do? That prolongs this pain of being in the middle for another three or four years. It's not like you're going to go out and all of a sudden acquire Herbert or Josh Allen or Mahomes or Hertz or any one of the guys who you might think is at the top. You're not getting any one of those guys. Your best bet is maybe wash or uh, Arizona bottoms out enough that they're like, yep, we're getting Caleb Williams. We can, we can deal away Kyler Murray. I don't want that. You don't want that. No one should want that. Or you're getting, you know, not necessarily Andy Dalton, but like another guy that's been around for a while who's unremarkable, not going to do Kirk anything. Cousins, who's a free agent. Kirk Cousins. Okay, great. That would be atrocious, especially with these wide receivers. That's the reality of what that is. So your best bet is to really just, whether Bill's here or not, get rid of Mac and make him take a quarterback at the top. That's what you have to do. But unfortunately, I think what they're going to do is they're going to retain Bill and they're going to go shopping for one of these guys that's just been around the league for six, seven, eight, nine years and never really done anything because they're going to look at like, hey, well, Geno Smith all of a sudden popped up and became good after his like ninth year in the league being a journeyman. We can do that. No, you probably can't. Because you know what Geno Smith had to throw to last year that all of a sudden turned him into... I think he was the comeback player of the year. Who did he have to throw to? DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Both of them are really effing good. Far better than anything you have here. So the only way you're going to get any good in the next three or four years is if you strip it down and take a quarterback at the top. I just don't see it happening with Bill Belichick, and I don't want it to happen with Bill Belichick. I don't want him connected to the next guy. I think the it's just run out. Everything that he has to offer has run out. And I just, you know, you could we could make the argument that they shouldn't even bring in a guy associated with him next. That wouldn't be something that I would pound the table about. I mean, if Gerard Mayo did become the next head coach, I wouldn't be pissed. I don't think, I mean, I certainly don't want it to but be if, somebody if Mayo, with a last name Belichick. But, if, um, if Mayo becomes the next head coach, if Mayo becomes the next head coach, doesn't it also feel like it's Kraft doing it because he's comfortable with him? Yeah. But he more is still than, the owner. 
Yeah, I, no, I get that. But that's not what we necessarily want. We don't want this continuation of, you know, we just have yes men everywhere because we feel comfortable with someone. Yeah. We listen, want the people that are the most talented, the most capable. I'm not going to be emphatic or as emphatic about Robert Kraft not being the guy to select the next head coach as I am about Bill Belichick not being the guy to select the next quarterback. I absolutely do not want that. I want it to be the new head coach. I want them to go into it together. Okay. And and honestly, you know, I was kind of uncomfortable. This is a perfect comparison, but I was kind of uncomfortable when high and bloom retained Alex Cora. And guess what, Ben? I was right because I know it was Bloom that didn't work out, but for whatever reason, it it never felt like those two guys jived well together. They never felt like they were on the same page. They never felt like they worked well together. I think if they do bring in a new head coach, you should be, or if if they do need a new quarterback, you need the new head coach to get that guy. You need the new head coach to be the one that signs up that guy. And you got to have a clean sweep, a new general manager, new head coach, a new regime, all at the same time. That's what's that because then they can all start the process together in it together. It's not, oh, it's mine. And now it's, you know, I got to work with this new guy and it's his and he wants to make it his way. But you've been doing things a certain way. No, no, no. All together. We're creating a culture together. GM, coach, quarterback. I don't know how you make it happen, uh, but that's what it needs to be. And that's where they need to go. Step one, hire a GM. Step one is you got to hire a GM. Hire the GM because then they can go from, you can go from a GM to the coach to the quarterback. I don't know if you can go well, from the coach to a GM to a quarterback or the quarterback to the coach. Like you, that's listen, the reality to... is you hire a GM. I think we all know that Bill Belichick would leave. Right? So hire, hire a GM. Put it in his court. Put it Let in him his, make his that court, decision. yes. Let him make that decision. And it'll show us. Kind of what we needed to know that it was really in his mind about Bill and not about the Patriots. Because if they hire a GM and he stay, and it's an actual GM who does not report to Bill and only reports to ownership and Bill stays, then I think we can look at it and go, okay, he's trying to fix this program. If he leaves, then I think I will be solidified in my mind and go, yep, it was always about Bill. I always thought it was. Could never really prove it. But that'll prove to me that if he leaves because they bring in a general manager who doesn't report to him, that it was really just about Bill and Bill's comfort level. It wasn't about anyone else. It wasn't about the players. It wasn't about the program. It was always about Bill. All right. Let's get it. We got to get it trending. We're going to go to break. When we get back, there's one very important thing, one very important point that needs to be made about the Celtics post this trade for Drew Holiday, a trade that I love. We're going to talk about that. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show, 1037 WEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.